Hesedim is a series of reflection, usually reflecting on an issue in the society in the light of the words of scripture. You're welcome to join us each time and to send your questions or comments by way of a voice note. Look forward to hearing you and speaking with you. Two incidents have greeted my return to Jamaica, which I think is really about one thing, our inflated sense of entitlement. It is about having your way at all costs. The first, I believe, is about an incident somewhere in St. Anne, in which goat thieves robbed farmers of their goats. The incident was reported to the police and unusually, the police recovered the goats. The robbers got mad and returned and burnt down the farmer's house and shoot them to death. They believed that the farmer had no right to report the matter to the police. Reprisal is a regular explanation for the behavior of gangs. This is what keeps them going. Each act must be more brutal and heinous than the other. That is how they get their ratings, and that is how they intimidate their would-be victims and get the people to be more quiescent where gang warfare is concerned. As is now being shown in the trial of the 33 before Mr. Justice Lloyd Hibbert, the Chief Justice, these gangsters pay attention to what is being said about their activities. They get their thrill about the reports of alarm they have caused in the society. They are seeking not so much fame but notoriety. These are disempowered human beings and they thrive on attention that they can get by any means necessary. They have never learned the value of compromise and negotiated settlements. When the police deal with them and the state interferes, interfaces with them, brute force and overkill are the way. What that does is to convince the gangsters that there is no other way. The government senators have now done what middle classes do. They lead by joining. A way needs to be found to break the cycle of violence. The other incident could be argued to be from the very top of the society and has to do with the behavior of government senators. By their own account, they say they are protesting Senator Lambert Brown, whom they say has been disrespectful to them every time he speaks. They are walking out on him when he gets up to speak. And they say they have been doing it for some time. This, is, this matter began some time ago when Senator Kamina Johnson-Smith, the leader of government business in the Senate, accused former Senator A.J. Nicholson of sending her threatening emails. 
Her allegations were never substantiated, but she has not withdrawn them nor apologized for them, for making them. And so Senator Lambert Brown took it on himself to harangue Senator Johnson Smith until he gets an apology from her on behalf of Senator Nicholson, who is no longer in the House, having retired years ago. To begin with, this action by the GLP members of the upper house is undemocratic. Democracy implies a cut and thrust. If a member in the course of a debate acts in an unparliamentary manner, there are rules of the house that can be called upon to reprimand and to correct such unparliamentary conduct. Democracy works when each side is allowed to make their contribution. The government side has already expressed its disquiet with the provisions of the con Constitution and the powers of the opposition. This was because no member of the opposition um, voted to support the extension of the state of public emergency. The protests by government members by walking out when a member of the opposition makes his contribution in the Senate is rehearsal for a power grab. This walkout protest is a kind of last lick, but is very, very petty indeed. The two incidents together gave served to reinforce the view that the Jamaican society has become a sub-rational society in which neither the top nor the bottom of the society operate on a basis of reason and with a developed sense of fairness. It is muscle flexing and shouting and manipulation for everything. Those who protest my equation of making the action, the protest by the one side of the house, tantamount to the behavior of irrational gunmen and bloody murder. Let me offer the following analysis. To begin with, the protest is instead of engaging in rational debate in the very chamber that exists for the very purpose of rational debate. The Senate is the more independent and deliberative, more, more cerebral chamber in the Houses of Parliament. If matters cannot be cogitated and negotiated in the Senate, then it can happen nowhere in the society. Rational debate has lost its currency in this society. Everybody is throwing a tantrum and is shouting rather than talking. When you listen to preaching in church nowadays, much of it is a shouting match. In place of singing and melody in the music, there are words are being thrown. Talk radio used to be a space with reasoned argument. But nowadays, it has become a place for silly remarks. It is slick and clever to use curse words and cynical remarks everywhere. Whatever happened to a soft answer, turn it away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. The only thing that protests and pass the other thing is that protests and passive resistance were meant for serious rejection of oppression and wrong. It was not meant to be used to settle petty scores when other avenues have not been tested. 
in a day gone by, there was what was used by trade unions as the overuse of strike action. Then they became wildcat strikes until the point of a strike action, which was once the ultimate weapon for workers' protest, was nullified. The government senators are no friends of the trade union movement, and they recognize that the opposition may be inclined from time to time to use protest to drive home their point. They are using it in the way they are in order to nullify the effectiveness of protest action by, over, by the overuse of it. There is also the matter of the example to be set for the rest of the society to follow. Somewhere in this society ought to be examples of negotiation and compromise and trade-offs as the way to settle differences and to arrive at a consensus position. The senator, as, uh, as the more, from the more cerebral chamber, where amendments are made to legislation before they become law, one does not recall a specific unkind comment by Senator Brown, but this business of the Senate has been hampered by the non-participation of government members. The tradition of debate by the two sides heavily invested in a matter is something worth celebrating and should not be trifled with in this way. I think we would do better where two sides are anxious to compromise rather than one side taking up their marbles and going home. The notion of the greater good needs people committed to the common good. Having your way, getting your way at all costs is not the most helpful model of governance. The senators ought to be mindful of the society in which we are operating, where the most minor infraction, even among blood relatives, end in bloodshed. How do we offer our people a better way? What would we say to good thieves who lost their loot to the police or gangs in the fully blown conflict? How do we appeal to them as human beings if the only value on which we operate is having your way at all costs and even at the expense of taking human lives? The senators ought to be able to show a better way to resolve our conflicts. They need the energy and the capacity for greater rigor. Let, them, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. May God help us so to do.